what's happening everybody welcome back to anime casuals welcome back to the lucky rants in general i know i haven't been doing these for a while but yeah we've all been pretty busy i've started a um i think i've mentioned it on this channel a couple times actually probably more times than i care to admit um let me take these headphones off real quick um but i've been doing a podcast with my friend paul called the casual bros um, I also edit that. So, um, yeah, whenever I get to do any of these where I just kind of just get to rant, um, it's actually really good. I think I, I chose the perfect name for these. Uh, but today I wanted to talk about a um, uh, an anime called Heaven's Design Team. And I mean, I'm going to talk about some other stuff, but I wanted to start there. Uh, man, Heaven's Design Team kind of came out. Uh, it came to me like out of nowhere. I think I saw, you know, when you're on like YouTube and you get the recommended um, Crunchyroll or what's I think there's like one called Anime World or something like that. They just you know they'll just throw it in your recommendation because you know you're a weeb, and you know I got that in my recommendation. I was like, whoa, this is really cool, and you know I kind of saw it and it was like this long neck deer, and I was like, what the hell is this? And so obviously a lot of people could figure out, well, okay, this is getting to a draft. and that's basically what it is. Is like God has outsourced. By the way, I I want to I want to um, reconcile something i am a i'm i'm i consider myself a christian but you also have to whenever somebody gets into these types of things we also need to dispel a lot of the belief especially when it's this good uh, <laughs> um man it's a really good series it's one of those series that you know you don't follow for the plot you follow more for like each episode i mean obviously you uh the first episode is kind of like just to get everything out of the way it's just okay so Here's uh, a design team that God has outsourced um, because, you know, making animals is very difficult. <laughs> Apparently couldn't handle it. Um, and so there is um, so these angels actually are gods. I can't remember exactly what they called it, but basically like a like a secretary, like a mouthpiece for God. So whenever the design team comes up with something, so basically what will happen, right? is God will say, I want an animal. I'm trying to remember. He, he gives these really vague requests, like I want an animal that can regenerate, I you know, rejuvenate or something like that. You know, and then they have to figure it out from that. And then they end up coming up with a real animal in real life. Although I had some speculation about this. Some of these animals do exist or have existed. And uh, the reason why I say that is because when you hear some of the abilities, like it sounds like a crazy person to design this animal. Um, and, uh, you know, it was it, it's a really fun anime. It's really uh, an anime kind of I was telling uh, telling anime Josh this video. I don't know who anime Josh is. He's showed up on our um, on our YouTube channel a couple of times. Uh, it's Michael's roommate. And uh, well, he's our friend, but yeah, he's also Michael's roommate. And um, yeah, man, it, I was telling him like, yo, whenever you're like playing games and, you know, that's just shown on the big TV or something like that, like, you know, that that's probably that's a good anime to do that with. And yeah, it's really, really solid, you know, just seeing them come to I'm trying to think of how to explain it. It's a lot like cells at work to a certain extent, except. Yeah, it's a little bit like cells at work, except with a little bit more of a fantasy element, of course, because. You know, cells at work, these people are these, uh, you know, the, everybody in that are representations for things inside of your body. Whereas here, it's just a design team making 
um, making animals. And yeah, it's such a cool premise. I really, really dig that about um, about this anime in particular, man. It's just such a cool, uh, cool twist. And yeah, man, I've been really enjoying that. I've like binge watched a ton of it. And I think I'm going to start um, binge watching more shows because all of a sudden, like a lot of these shows are coming to an end. Um, if you guys don't know, our big three uh, has become a big one. <laughs> if you guys don't know what a big three, our big three is our weekend talk where we talk about three, uh, three anime. And though two of those animes are like on hiatus for a bit i don't know how long one piece is going to be on hiatus i don't know how long attack on titan is going to be on hiatus but uh yeah it's uh so ray zero luckily is not on a hiatus but it looks like it's getting close to it and and it's you know it, it so i i ended up having to look up you know hey what are some other anime man i need to fill my anime addiction right now and so since i'm actually you know i remember i had like five i think i had like three or four episodes on this podcast just talking about how it was an anime rut i only watched the big three for a while now it's like man dude i've been tearing through anime like <laughs> nobody's business and you know i just caught up on um that time i got reincarnated as a slime that's that's a fire. This is a fire season. But I will be honest with you, like the first two or three episodes are like snoozeville in terms of uh, maybe not so much the I think it's the second episode. But, you know, because it's a cool fight scene, and all that kind of stuff. But it's it like starts to ramp up real quick. So I was actually very uh, pleasantly surprised at how much it's been ramping up. Uh, yeah, that that is awesome. I've kept up with um this is uh, the dungeon only I can enter. I know it has a different name than that, but it's the closest thing I can remember. And that one's a good one. Um, I don't know if they're on hiatus. I haven't seen a new episode or anything like that out. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen seems like it's on hiatus. Like, man, dude, I got to find some, some other anime, you know? Um, and, you know, I'm not watching Boruto because that's just trash. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys haven't seen our, uh, my YouTube video yet. Um, you can you guys can check it out in the link tree down below and um, on our YouTube channel. It's one of the more recent videos. And, uh, you know, I, I gave up on Boruto, man. I gave up on the manga. I gave up on the anime. I gave up on everything about it. I'm officially done with that. Uh, you know, if you want to continue with it, I'm sure the animation is great. It looks awesome. Uh, I just can't in good conscience keep keep devoting time to this series that has crushed my dreams so <laughs> um yeah it's 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 been uh it's been pretty pretty interesting um you know like i said heaven's design team is killing it um you know the other thing that i was gonna that i i kind of wanted to talk about was um you know i i started watching this this anime oh no sorry excuse me anime adjacent so if you guys don't know what we mean by like anime adjacent this is like a, a a show that could be an anime like if it was just animated like anime like it could be an anime um so avatar um but this in th in this case in particular it is a um live action called sweet home uh that has been really good uh johnny uh, introduced me to it i was like whoa dude this is a freaking awesome this is a really awesome show. oh my god dude um a lot of body horror. I, I will admit that. So if you're not really into, uh, and by the way, it's on Netflix. Um, you can check that out. 
Uh, it's got a lot of body horror, which is pretty common in the East, um, at least from what I've seen from like Japanese and Koreans. Um, yeah, a lot of their stuff is very body horror, um, you know, a lot of body horror elements to it. Whereas I'm trying to think of how to characterize the West when I think about horror, because I don't think it's like too much different. It's just they they go to a new extreme to it to the point where you kind of like are, I don't want to say callous to it, but you have... You're not as affected by like a crazy, you know, amount of gore, you know, and, you know, I, I think it's mainly because I've grown up with it that it's been cool, although I don't like going into it. I have this weird, you know what, let me look up this phobia real quick. There's a phobia, um, phobia about, there's a phobia about um, bumps that I have. Tripophobia. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, this is so me. Oh dear lord. The trypophobia is what it's called and it's basically like so I'm going to read the definition right here. Is an aversion or fear of clusters or small of small holes, bumps or patterns. And I got to be real with you guys. Real, you know, I'm kind of kind of averting this real quick. Um I had like a weird not like a pimple, it was like a, a like a scattered a scatter of bumps on my uh, wrist, I think it was. And I started freaking out. I was like trying to literally scratch them off because I was so annoyed. It, they were very big. Like the whole region was like half the size of a dime, like half of that. And the bumps were like really tiny, but I could see them and it annoyed the shit out of me. And I was, really, I was not having it. So the fact that I can take this body horror, I don't know exactly what that means because some of it, you know, some, you know, obviously some of these zombies are, freaking bumpy and stuff I, I i think there's something primal about facing your fears in this way but it's not you know you're, you're obviously not facing the fear directly it's not you know it doesn't have any bearing on you like you're not gonna die um but doing this in like a safe way is something that is exciting um I'm, I'm not a big horror fan which actually might surprise some people when i talk about the the, the stuff that i've seen I'm a big Resident Evil fan, uh, although I still have yet to finish uh, the Resident Evil remake. I've played Resident Evil 2, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, I watched uh, <laughs> watched the, the one time I thought they went way too far. I mean, I'm like, I'm saying way too far. Not saying not saying, you know, cancel this, not saying, you know, nothing like that. Uh, I'm just kind of saying so Corpse Party was one of the most intense no, it, it was the most intense anime that I've ever seen. And the way I got introduced to it was I watched uh, Markiplier. Shout out to Markiplier if he's watching, if he's listening to this. Uh, he's not listening to this. Um, but um, he would do these Let's Play videos. And for people that don't know who Markiplier is, he's a Let's Player, kind of a lot like PewDiePie was. Um, now PewDiePie is doing all kinds of stuff. But Markiplier did all these, uh, you know, he Let's Plays through all these like horror games. And uh, yeah, so, you know, he played through this. It looked like one of those like JRPG simulators, you know, the top down perspective, um, you know, you talk to people, all that kind of stuff. And then I saw that there was an anime about it. I was like, oh, pff, I'm gonna go check out this anime. It looks like a cool. I mean, definitely there were some things that that were crazy about it. But since it was in this like uh, we call it like a 2D, like 8 bit kind of realm, it wasn't as scary. When you see this thing, <laughs> when you see this thing actually like fully rendered, fully animated, like, oh my God, dude, it is, oh God, some of the stuff, dude, is ridiculous. And it's, 
I like I remember I forced one of my friends to watch it with me. Um, I just had him at my house and he was like couch locked, meaning that he was drunk and high. And I <laughs> I was pretty drunk at that point, too. And I was like, dude, you got to watch this with me. And I was like, yeah, I'm down. I'm down. We watched it. And he was just like he he like started walking out of my house and we didn't say anything to each other. I was like, all right, man, see you later. He's like, yeah, <laughs> it was just. It was ridiculous. He just—we didn't know what to say to each other, man. We just saw like something that just like traumatized us. And uh, yeah, dude, we—it was—it was really intense. If you guys want to watch it, I think it's on High Dive um, on on Verve. But yeah, man. Oh god, dude, it is a crazy freaking anime, man. Okay, all of these are crazy anime. I just want to point that out. But yeah, man, that was that was a little too much. I just I could not handle that. <laughs> that was not okay. But you know, I, I've been uh, yeah. So I, I was watching Sweet Home. Um, I thought it was uh, supposed to be because you know there's a there's a um, uh, game called Sweet Home. Um, but I guess this is based on the, like the, uh, webtoon. Yeah. If you guys don't know what that is, like the Korean, um, there's a, like a, a Korean anime thing. I don't know a lot about it to be honest with, with you, but, um, but yeah, sweet home was, uh, the sweet home that I was thinking about at the time was like this video game that resident evil was actually based off of. Um, and so when it became like Resident Evil, I was like, oh, wow, this works a lot better with the source material, which is Sweet, Sweet Home, which is like a JRPG, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's been really awesome. Uh, I have to say one thing. The Korean market is uh, in horror is so cool because the way that they're able to uh, like character develop is ridiculous. Like I didn't think I was going to be as invested in these characters. I just you know thought they were all you know, I'm going to die at some point. I mean, it's a horror, <laughs> it's a horror um, show. So, you know, I didn't, I don't usually get too attached to characters. I'm pretty attached. I gotta admit, I'm like five episodes in six, uh, maybe six episodes in, man, I'm really attached. I'm attached to like all these characters and you know, there are some curveballs that they try and throw at you. I kind of guess a couple of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, either way, man, it's still a great show. If you guys are big horror fans, um, you know, I, I know it's been out for a while, but just in case you haven't, um, it's not, a, it hasn't been on your radar. Uh, maybe do put it on your radar. It's definitely a uh, good, it definitely gives you the anime feel. I know Johnny has also been suggesting to me, um, Alice in Borderland, um, you know, another Korean, sh I think it's a Korean show. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's been recommending that, um, you know, I'm kind of curious to, you know what your guys' thoughts are if you guys want to um email us at uh, anime casuals with an s real r-e-a-l at gmail.com but you know do you guys watch live action um foreign movies in dubbed or subbed you know because we have this debate about dubbed and subbed in anime but we don't have it a lot in you know when we're talking about like live action maybe it's just because maybe our, our maybe sometimes that's actually like mixed together um, so just everybody's all dubbed, everybody's all sub. Um, I gotta admit, I'm I'm a sub guy when I am when I'm watching um, live action. I'm a sub door dub guy for anime, just because it doesn't matter to me. Uh, mainly because with dubbed um, with dubbed live action, like I can actually kind of read their lips, and sometimes it just doesn't match as much as like an anime would, because those are just lip flaps. But when you actually see somebody 
you know, saying no. And they're saying you, you know, and they're trying to like, <laughs> they're trying to like fit another word. That's not actually what they're saying in there. Uh, yeah, it definitely gets, it gets a little distracting and there's like some, uh, some unimmersion there and you know, it's, it's a rough, uh, you know, yeah, I just don't like getting out immersed like that. So also, I like to see it uh, in their native tongue. It, it adds a lot to the atmosphere of it. You know, sure, reading subtitles kind of suck, but I've gotten really good at it um, to the point where, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm always trying to I'm trying to analyze this with me whenever I'm watching something that's subbed. And, you know, because I, I never get unimmersed with subs for some reason. And I don't know if it's because I've become a fast reader, because, you know, when I'm reading books i mean i suck and that's why i don't read books as much but uh you know all of a sudden you know i went a couple of times i've done or you know i've done this a couple of times but basically what i'll do is all of a sudden in the middle of like watching an anime or something like that i'll just be like how am i reading these subs right now because it seems like i'm just absorbing them through osmosis but i don't know what's going on and you know some once i become like conscious to it or conscious to it all of a sudden it's like uh yeah it's I can't read it as fast now, now that I'm immersed. So I'm not too sure what it is, but yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's really strange to me, but, um, and there, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes I do miss things that are happening, but yeah, I think it's because basically I watch, I read the subs first and then I look up, like read subs, look up, read subs, look up, read subs, look up. Um, I think that's how I do it. I'm not too sure. Like I said, I've been trying to analyze how I do it. Maybe to see if there's like a better way. Um, the one thing I will say, like Crunchyroll's shows have way better subs than other um, streaming sites. And even in like like High Dive, I think some, sometimes when High Dive has it, um, their subs suck. Who? What was I just watching that had like some terrible subs? Um, Heaven's design team has great subs, meaning like they're big enough because I wear glasses, right? And so... You know, for me not to be able to see something because yeah, I'm nearsighted. So, you know, and my TV is pretty far away. And, you know, sometimes dude, I cannot read that shit, man. It's like tiny. I'm like, come on, guys. I know you want to I know you want to like present what's happening in the anime, but I still need to know what's going on. So uh, what I'm trying to remember what I was watching. I feel like it might have been. I feel like it might have been Scum's Wish, uh, by the way, another another good one for you guys. Uh, if you guys like. Um, it is fan servicey, but it's not what kept me there. What kept me there was actually the story elements of it. And Scum's Wishes about these two high school students that are in love with uh, their teachers, um, a girl and a guy, um, obviously. And so, um, you know, the the girl is in love with her her male teacher. I think she, she he's actually her homework teacher. That they they kind of grew up together as like a big brother, big sister, but they're not. Um, you know, they just want to put that complex in just because it's just such a common uh, concept. And she even calls them uh, uh, big brother. But, um, you know, and then the other the guy has a I think it's a music teacher. Um, he's trying to get at her. And so since they can't have those, they end up, you know, they end up just, uh, you know, getting at each other. They're like, hey, why don't you pretend that I'm your teacher? And. So it starts off very sexual, but I have to admit it got really interesting like halfway through as more characters started getting into it. Um, 
And it started becoming more apparent that it was a lot of it was about self-respect. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, <laughs> dang, shoot that morality out of here. Shoot that morality. Oh, sorry, shoot that morality into this. Oh my God, this is cool. Um, yeah, it's definitely a really good show. I definitely recommend it. Um, it is it is for mature audiences, so if you're not into it doesn't show anything. Hmm. It shows things, but it doesn't show full on nudity. Like you're not going to see a full like nipple or something that I can remember. Um, but you'll they 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 did a lot of sex, <laughs> a lot of sex. So um, but yeah, I mean, solid show. I really enjoyed it. Um, did not go the way I was expecting it to. And yeah, I mean, I'll just leave it at that just so people don't get too uh, too spoiled um, on it. And, you know, and I just got back into Log Horizon because I saw that the dub. So I watched Log Horizon, I think it's 50 episodes. So it's 25 episodes each season. Um, season one, season two, I've watched. And then season three came out, but it didn't have dubbed. And I got too attached to these characters when they were dubbed. Um, granted, it's not like the best dub. They're, they're, it's, it's not bad. It, it's by any stretch of the imagination. Some of the characters just are some of the, the voice actors just seem like a weird fit. Um, but for some reason, I got addicted to it, or I got um, too used to it. So now I'm trying to continue it with dubbed. And I just saw that the dub came out in Funimation. And for people that don't know what Log Horizon is, in my opinion, it is a better version of Sword Art Online. And I'll tell you why. So Sword Art Online, you know, also if nobody's ever heard of that, although I'm sure most of you have, um, you know, same premise, like they get stuck in a video game in, in, in Log Horizon. They call it the Apocalypse. And basically, they all get stuck in this video game and just like Sword Art Online, um, different different uh, approach to it than Sword Art Online, though. So in Sword Art Online, if you died in the game, then you died in real life. Um, in this game, you if you die, you come back to life in a chapel, but you start to lose memories of who you are, who you were before you passed away. Um, interesting premise. I like it. Um, and the reason why I think it's better is because these people are actually fully um, engaged in this. So they talk about politics, like uh, the main guy, Shiro, has to create like a roundtable, has to create uh, order out of this. He has to befriend the NPCs, which they call people of the land. Um, you know, there's all this interaction with NPCs, but now, you know, the NPCs kind of... Um, the NPCs are very much um, they're, they're not just NPCs, right? Because now they're regular people. But um, obviously, the adventures are a lot stronger than the NPCs um, could ever be. And so the NPCs rely on the adventures a lot, but also the adventures rely on the NPCs a lot because they um, yield a lot of the, the, the crops, the harvests. Um, they're also the ones in the political power, the kings, the queens. And I really like that about this show is it doesn't just, you know, it's not just like, oh, my God, we're, we're stuck in this game and now we just need to fight. Um, so, by the way, if, if you're about that life, I do recommend Sword Art Online. If you're about that, you know, just killing stuff. I, the thing I don't like about Sword Art Online is that it, it took the stakes up to like, you know, 100. Right. That's how it started. And then it just kind of dropped them down. And I was like, uh, I don't know. Now, I don't know about Sword Art Alicization, I think it's called. Um, never got into it. I, I have no idea, you know, being completely honest here, but, um, yeah, I kind of got done with it after season two. Um, didn't watch, didn't watch gun Gale online. Although, um, 
which is an alternate story. Uh, but uh, I know uh, Michael really liked it. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, that's. Um, but Log Horizon, man, it, it, for some reason, man, it's I really like these characters that are like big brains. And Shiro is that character. They call him the the villain in glasses. I think it, I think is usually what they call him. And, you know, he does a typical trope. You know, everybody, even without seeing, you guys know what trope I'm talking about when I say glasses, right? The, the, the character has, like, these, these glasses on. They're, they're slipping down his nose. And then whenever something, whenever he's thinking about something or whenever he does something sly, he pushes up the glass. I don't know why I actually am doing it right now, but <laughs> he pushes up his glasses. And uh, I'm trying to think of a line that I could say that could fit with this mood. But, um, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty... You know, it's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, some some schemer or let, let's say, you know, big daimyo is over here and he's looking at his uh, his informant or the person that he trusts the most. And he's just like, what should we do? Well, sir, have you ever thought about pull, pushes up glasses, killing him with kindness? You know, just so, just some weird thing. It's almost like um, that CSI. I think it's CSI Miami where they would always like have these like zingers in the beginning of episodes. Um where you know somebody would like die, and then in, um, uh, you know, the, you know, like let's say somebody got killed by a pack of hogs. This never happened. I'm just trying to think of things off the top of my head. Uh, somebody got killed by a pack of hogs, and it's like, well, looks like he went puts on sunglasses, hog wild, and then all of a sudden the, <laughs> the CSI Miami music would come in with the the who, oh yeah, you know, uh, but you know, I it's such a great show it's the world building is incredible that's why i really like about it um that, that's the one thing i really love about one piece i think one piece will always be uh you know king in terms of world building just because of how long they've been on you know how how much world they've gotten to build um and you know not, nothing against that but when that's why i like this a little bit more than sword art online because the stakes are still the same um, not not still the same. They're definitely getting higher and higher as people get no, more notoriety. And um, yeah, but I will say this: um, if you are watching, if if you have watched the first and second season, by the way, this is all in Funimation. Um, although, if you're trying to watch the first, if you're trying to watch the first and second season, for some reason Funimation only has one season. But I didn't get to go check and see if it there was like, oh yeah, this is season one. But like we by season one, we mean season one and two. I, I don't know if that's the case. But um, they do have season one and two on Verve, and then the season three is on Funimation. So, um, yeah, it's a really solid show. Um, and oh, yeah, I, I was about to say this. Um, in season three, there is. Um, the, the, there's kind of like I, I couldn't remember all of the elements because it's been, I mean, maybe. Hmm seven months since I watched the original one, so, something like that. And I like, it, it was, it was, I was just like, man, like, I don't remember what happened. And they kind of just throw you into it. They're just like, yo, I don't give a damn about where, like what you remember. This is what's happening now. So good luck. <laughs> you know? Um, granted, I got, I got my bearings after a while, like after two episodes, you kind of start to remember things and, you know, and uh, yeah, luckily it sounds like they've gotten all of the original voice actors back. Um, but and if you did want, if you did watch in sub, then subbed is way ahead of dub right now. I think they're like three or four episodes ahead. So there is that. So you can check that out. And uh, yeah, overall, guys, I've been filling up a lot of time. Um, I'm sorry I haven't been able to do as many of these 
offhand um, podcast as much just because I've been really busy. I'll try and do them when I can. Um, but, you know, I always like to try and, uh, you know, have one on ones with you guys. I do appreciate everybody um, who is consistently listening to us. It's really cool to see that people are listening, uh, listening, um, you know, to at least each episode, you know, as long as each episode gets more than uh, zero views, like our zero, zero listens. Um, I'm really happy with that. So I really appreciate you guys, um, you know, sticking with us. And uh, yeah, please let us know if there's anything. Um, I'll, I'll drop the email one more time. Uh, anime casuals with an S R E A L real at gmail.com. If you guys have any suggestions, anything you want us to talk about, anything you want us to make a video about, um, you know, if you guys email us, I mean, you guys will be like the first. So, you know, just keep that in mind. Like you guys will be like the first. So uh, we were pretty much going to be able to take it. Um, and then if you guys want to check out all things casual, I do have our link tree down in the description box down below, which involves our my podcast with my friend Paul casual bros, generally casual, which is Michael's side project with his brother Richard and our friend Corey. Uh, anime casuals as you guys know but also the youtube channel and our social media and mental health casual where i talk about mental health and also have a podcast called the mental health chat so as always guys do not forget to keep it casual <laughs>